Welcome back to Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation. So glad you can join me for another episode. This is Dr. G and today we're going to do things a little bit differently. I am actually enjoying a scenic mountain view um, on a quick family trip and so I'm not going to hold you all too long and I am actually considering uh, breaking up our segments into um, perhaps two or three. Um, I shared before that we would do messages in regards to intuitive uh, readings as well as our uh, black history in regards to our ancestral spirituality um, and our African, specifically African spiritual um I guess I would say history and journey um, that perhaps some stories that we are unaware of from our roots that I would love to share with you all as well as our message for the week and meditation. So there are four components of our segments that I love uh, to share with you. But today, Spirit was leading me to do something a little bit more concise, and I will be doing an intuitive reading to start and followed by our message for this week, which would be defining manifestation and manifesting. And I think that's going to really be a launch pad for some of you, as well as for us that perhaps have been on a journey of manifesting on your spiritual journey. And um, it's going to provide some clarity and cause us to go back and rethink perhaps some of our practices and some of our ideas based upon that conversation that we have today. So let's start off with the intuitive reading. Um, And again, this is based on my intuition as well as some minor following of astrology. I always stress that it's not my area of expertise, uh, but I do believe that what happens in the cosmos really reflects on us. And there's a direct connection uh, that some will deny, but looking at African spirituality, in last uh, episode, we talked about the Dogon. We have always had that connection to um, our universe, to what's in the skies. And I think it's very crucial that we continue to honor those practices. And on a basic level, I think we all can feel, you know, when there are changes within uh, the moon. And I'll give you a prime example, and then we'll get to the intuitive reading. Um, One prime example would be, I did several years of working with individuals with what we would call intellectual disabilities. Uh, Some of you may be familiar with autism. Um, Unfortunately, we used to call some of the diagnoses mental retardation, which we do not use that anymore. Um, But children, uh, as well as adolescents that have, um, they appear to be somewhat different than us. Uh, They present with different sensitivities, especially sensory sensitivities. And I, and as well as my colleagues, we would always notice like clockwork when there was a full moon. We weren't really following um, the patterns of the moon or cycles of the moon at that time, but we always knew there was a lunar change based upon the actions and the behaviors of the individuals we were working with. And one thing that I can tell you is that um, some would react by increased 
aggression. Others would have increased seeking of certain behaviors like movement. They may do a lot of rocking and that's really intensified during that time frame. Just what you would call off, just seeming slightly off um, in terms of their um, actions. And we would quickly go to the computer to look up, okay, is there a full moon here or coming? And sure enough, there were changes in that lunar cycle that would line up with what we were seeing. And so, um, you know, some will say, yeah, you know, really, when you look at the science of it, there's not a lot of pull from the moon that would truly affect our, you know, internal processes. But I think we all can attest to different changes in people around us, as well as our animals. Pay attention, pay attention to your animals in regards to changes in the atmosphere, specifically the lunar cycle. Um, So with that being said, I really take... um, heed to that as well as the intuition that I have and I mentioned before and it'll be in the show notes as usual um, my book the five dimensions of life patterns again it's on Amazon and you know I talk a lot about my intuition and following our intuition is so important and looking at patterns around us will also assist us in better interpreting our intuitive um, nature that we all have. So I'm going to actually split it up into three groups today. And I, you know, meditate before coming on. And if you missed the meditative session, the last episode, I encourage you to go back to that. And that will give you somewhat of an idea of how to start with your meditative practice if that's something that you are looking to explore. And uh, so in meditation, I actually um, received three messages. And so I'm going to do group number one, group two, and group three. And the first group, the message I'm getting for you for now, and we're going to make these timeless messages. So whenever you're listening to it, I, I think that's when you're supposed to hear it. And so for right now in this phase, in this week, if you will, I'm getting the sense that there is a decision that needs to be made. Okay, and um, it's like being on a path where you have your you've gotten to the end of that path, and now it has split either into two or into three additional options of where you should be headed. And in this moment, it is crucial that you are not spontaneous in taking that path. That you are taking a moment to really feel deep within. Aligning, aligning yourself with your spiritual team, with spirit and the most high and saying, okay, what path am I supposed to take? Is it the first, second, or third? Where am I supposed to go? It's great to have options, but we know if we go on that wrong path, that it's not going to work in our favor. And I am a believer that eventually, eventually we do get to our end goal. However, You may have a lot of obstacles. You may have a lot of challenges. You may have, uh, it may take longer than your soul had intended. And in fact, it may go beyond this lifetime. And so that is, that is my true belief that we will always get to our goal. It's how long is it going to take? How much ascension is necessary for that to happen? But I don't want to go off too much off on, on a tangent here, but I want you to, as you are making this decision, 
And um, in this moment, and if you're following in this group, you're group number one. I would love to hear from you. Um, you can email me at phoenixleegram at gmail.com. Or if what the platform that you're listening on, if you have an option to comment or send me a message, please do. Um, I want to hear from you. So I would say you already know the answer. Okay. Um, I don't want you to be spontaneous because if you are, you may not be, you may be thinking with your head, with your cortex, if you will. But I want you to see things through your third eye. I want you to see things through um, your soul, through your higher self and ask your higher self, you know, um, I call that and a lot of us um, may be familiar with Ori and I say, Ori, thank you so much, you know, for having the answers and the guidance and the protection and you are closely connected to our divine creator and you know and still have the answers in regards to what this mission is supposed to be about, why I am here. And in that case, please help to send me the messages perhaps make it a little bit clearer for me. And you may notice that this week um, or the time frame that you're listening to this, you may notice that you will see a bird that may come. Perhaps it's a bird you hadn't seen before. Uh, perhaps it's a beautiful cardinal or a, a bird that has different colors. I remember seeing, I would often see cardinals, but I remember seeing a bird that had this beautiful bright yellow on it. And to me, that was confirmation um, that I knew the answer and in fact there it was or it was confirmation from an ancestor that I had been um, trying to connect to so pay attention to those patterns and again in the book I talk a little bit about that um, you may start seeing certain numbers you know as you're talking to your ori uh, or to spirit and you're asking for guidance you may start seeing repetitive numbers perhaps 111 or 222 333 uh, 444 is a very popular one and and those numbers, um, the message that comes along with that, of course, you can look into uh, numerology, but what does it really say to you? When you see that, what's the first thing that pops in your mind when you start to see um, these synchronicities um, that are happening around you? That's your answer, okay? That is your answer. Listen to your intuition, meditate, connect to your Ori, to your um, higher self, and you will know what decision to make. And I think you already have it. I think there just may be some fear there. Okay, so what was my, my second group? So my second group is, um, you know, please uh, take care of your health. And I know this is not an exciting reading, but I think it's speaking to someone. There is something in regards to um, caring for yourself and with your health that you need to be aware of. Um, We often get these signs and our bodies will speak to us. And we are built in that way that we have these vessels that have really warning signs um, that are intended to remind us to care for ourselves. It may not be anything serious. It could be a minor cold. It could be fatigue from working too hard or working um, to really help 
others and forgetting about ourselves. Um, Or it could be something that really requires you going to speak with a physician, even if it's just for reassurance. So that group, I know, again, if you're falling into this group, it may not be, oh, this is an exciting, intuitive reading. Um, No, but it's quite important. Um, You know, if I'm speaking to you, if there's a little inkling that is there, please, please, please heed that warning. Um, It's something that is, is very, it's vital that we take care of these temples that we have. Okay, that was a short one, um, but again, very important. The last group, group number three, um, what was speaking to me in that meditation was, it's coming soon, okay? And that's what I heard, and I think that's kind of similar to what I shared last episode, but um, it's coming, okay? Which you've been um, trying to manifest, what you've been pleading for and asking for, and some of you have, you may have gotten to the phase where you've given up. And you said, okay, well, whatever, quesara, sarah, <laughs> you know, what will be, will be. And, you know, I guess it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. And I think it may be something that you may have even forgotten about that is coming your way. That's going to really um, surprise you in a way. Perhaps it is a um, something legal uh, that you have kind of given up on, um, or perhaps you had you know, put yourself out there for a position, a job position, and forgotten about that application or resume that you sent to this uh, company. It's something that is going to come um, to you by a surprise, but the surprise is more in regards to the timing or kind of forgetting about um, that intention that you have set. So um, hopefully, that's speaking to some of you, um, I think that would be something that's beautiful that's going to help you um, on your trajectory and on your path and help hopefully change some things in a positive way for you all. So that is the intuitive reading for this week. Again, comment. Let me know if that speaks to you. Um, I would love to hear your stories as much as you can share. Um, I really would appreciate that. And now um, we're going to go ahead and move into the message of this week, which has to do with manifestation and defining that. So, you know, when I started on my journey uh, with spirituality and I I think, you know, we limit ourselves when we say our spiritual journeys because we know that um, we've all, I feel like we're here on a soul's mission. So we're all kind of on a spiritual journey from day one. Um, But I think it's more so when we start to acknowledge an ascension, a change in ourselves, we're really starting to reconnect with our soul and reconnect with spirit. And we start to realize that there is something behind um, us being here and something beyond just the practices that we have, perhaps the religious practices. And so when I say spiritual awakening, I mean that this is beyond dogma, beyond rules, um, beyond guidance of someone else external to us, but guidance from ourselves within. And so um, when I started on my awareness of this awakening, I would hear certain terms and manifestation was a big one. And for me, it was life changing. 
I started um, to see things manifest um, very small. I remember, you know, I would do certain things like, you know, today's going to be a great day. And when I go on these errands, there's going to be a parking space waiting for me that's going to be convenient, close to the front. Um, I'm, they're going to have everything I need. Just small things that I would see manifest that were confirmations for me, how we have the ability to create. And But thinking back to that, I don't know if anyone ever told me the true definition of manifestation. Like, what does that really truly mean? And so I think it's important that we revisit that. So I'm going to first start with manifest and the word manifest as an adjective as well as a verb. And so let's start with manifest as an adjective. And so you all could do this on your own, um, look it up on your own time and take notes. And so the adjective means clear or obvious to the eye or mind. Clear or obvious to the eye or mind. And so think about that. And so the, the example that they give is the system's manifest failings the systems manifest failings so um the you when you think about the eye or mind this is a general definition but to me it really speaks to our third eye our intuition our mind's eye and um we know that there are that we can actually create through our thoughts and that we have this connection through what happens in our mind and what we see occur in our reality is that it the manifest of the the eye the third eye of the mind and let's move on to the verb of manifest so there's a few different um definitions in relationship to the verb and the first one is display or show a quality or feeling by one's acts or appearance to demonstrate. So when you manifest something, you are showing or demonstrating uh, something that is truly a quality or a feeling that you have within. Okay? A quality or a feeling. That is very powerful. I want you to think about quality being the quality of what lies within is what is truth what really is our true selves the connection to our higher self and to spirit that is the quality and that is what we want to manifest but when you have when you manifest a feeling it sometimes can be counterintuitive so when you think about anxiety and worry and a negative thought such as you know this is this I've seen this happen before it's not going to work in my favor I know this is not going to work out that feeling can actually be manifested you will start to uh, demonstrate that feeling and it will appear so when you manifest you can either manifest your quality or your feelings and I want you to think about that Another verb for manifest is be evidence of proof, be evidence of or to prove, okay? So to be evidence of or to prove. And so again, we can prove, we can manifest by proving what we know is truly meant for us, or we can manifest um, by proving that we were right 
that this thing wasn't going to work out right so it can go in a positive direction it can go in a not so good direction based upon again your feelings and your thoughts and that's why it's so important that our thoughts are clear um, that we're connecting to intuition and that we are not allowing ourselves to have self-deprecating conversations Uh, thoughts of us not being worthy or thoughts of something negative approaching. Now there's a difference from your intuition and knowing that perhaps something good is not coming or maybe I should not go to that event or to that party. I just have this, mm, this feeling that, you know, that feeling for you and listening to your intuition, that is also positive. Okay. So it may not be something preferable, but your intuition could be telling you that, yeah, you're right. But again, we need to think with our third eye, our mind's eye, you know, our soul's eye um, versus with our, our, our thoughts of our brain, of our head. Okay. So very important um, that we are aware of that and become in alignment. And so here, this is another definition. Listen to how powerful this is. Again, we're talking about the verb manifest. The verb manifest, it starts with of an ailment, of an ailment becoming apparent through the appearance of symptoms. So you can start to manifest an ailment of, of course it could be disease, but it could be of negativity, of stress, of anger. Um, and we've seen these people that they literally start to manifest their, their thoughts. They have created their own hell, if you will, right through their, at their thoughts and their beliefs. And in fact, they may start to show symptoms and ailments of physical disease, turning into disease, right? And so we can manifest our thoughts and that can actually start to affect our physical body through what we manifest, okay? So very important that we're aware of that. And listen, we are human, so that doesn't mean that we have to always uh, be positive, positive, love and light. No, we know that there's some heavy energy out there. There's some negative, dark energy out there, right? Um, And I should say negative energy and dark energy, um, we can view those as two different things, okay? Because everything has a duality as we spoke about in our last um, episode. I mentioned it briefly and we'll have another conversation on a different episode about that. So I just don't want us to get those terms misconstrued. Something that is negative, right? Maybe different from something that we would identify as darkness or dark energy, okay? Um, So again, we can manifest in any direction, okay? Now looking at the noun manifestation, the noun manifestation, what is that? It is an event, an event, an action or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea. There it is right? You start to embody your theories or your ideas. We start to embody that. So think about being able to become your ideas. So let's try to ensure that our ideas are in alignment with our true selves. 
What is the idea that you have of yourself today? Is it good? Is it something you would feel proud of sharing with someone else? Or is the idea that you have of yourself limiting? Uh, Perhaps it's not necessarily bad, but maybe you're thinking, "Mm, you know, me becoming this uh, leader or me being able to go to school to be a doctor or me getting that promotion probably not I'm really that's not me I'm fine with just being a follower and staying in my lane and that may be the case for some but if your ideas are limiting and you're really not reaching to um, your highest goals and what your soul intended you to do then you're doing yourself a disservice by manifesting that what you think and believe will be Okay, it will be. But I want us to go back to that ancient African proverb, man, know thyself. That is the first rule. Know thyself. Not what society has told you, not what you have convinced yourself of because of your partner that may have just been a horrible individual that have uh, had abusive words to you or put you down or perhaps cheated on you or that parent that said you wouldn't be anything or, you know, they, she's okay, but she's never going to be the um, doctor that her sister is or, you know, I'm, gra- I'm glad she found a trade or... You know, she has that spouse. She better stay with them because at least they provide for the family. No, that is not your true self. Know thyself. What is your soul? Who are you without this body? Connect to your true self so that your ideas, the abstract ideas, the theories that you have in mind, you are manifesting what is intended to be. Okay? So manifestation is a noun and to manifest is a verb and uh, it all starts with an intention. Okay, Um, that's how it should start. If you are trying to physically manifest something into your reality, it should start with an intention and that intention should come from connecting to spirit through your higher self and through your ancestors and doing some ancestral work and honoring them and thanking them and respecting them. And if you're being very intentional with manifesting, intentional by having intentions, then that is where we see things happen. However, if you are not intentional and you have these thoughts that don't serve you, you could be unintentionally manifesting. That's why the thing that you've been desiring and you've been trying to bring into your life, that's probably why it's not happening because you are actually unintentionally blocking what we would call blessings. You're blocking your own blessings by unintentionally manifesting that thing. And I, I am I am really um, guilty of that, I should say. I can tell you some stories where I saw um, the manifestation of 
what we would call the good and the bad. Um, I'll give you something small. Here's a very, a very small example. I remember being younger um, at a school event and the individual had announced to everyone um, to they were going to call people up on stage to get their awards and to please be careful because they uh, had to take down some wires. And unfortunately, it is in the walk uh, walkway and he didn't want anyone to trip. I automatically started thinking about that and what it would be like if I would have gone up in front of all of my classmates and families and friend, friends and trip on stage and you already know what happened. Sure enough, there I am and I tripped. <laughs> okay. I generally, I mean, that is something like I've talked myself into it as a very small example, but how I manifested that. I can also tell you stories about how, you know, um, we perhaps were in need of additional funds, wanting to be better with our budgeting and having moments of, you know, the budget not quite working in our favor. And instead of getting stressed out and worrying, I taught myself that, no, it's okay. It's already good. I'm already straight. You know, and what will be, will be because I put the work in, okay? Not that I've taken my hands off of the wheel, but I put my work in. I've connected to spirit. I talked to my ancestors. I'm already grateful knowing that I'm going to be good regardless. And I said, you know, so no worries here. I'm grateful for the funds that are coming our way. The funds that are already here, we just haven't seen them yet. The next morning... I will tell you, I received payment um, in an amount that I had never really seen before um, in one check, okay, in one payment. So plenty of stories on manifesting. We will get deeper into that. I mean, the, the title of our show is Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation. And so we will talk about that a little bit more. But today's conversation, again, I didn't want to keep it too long. But the healing part, I think about healing and think about manifestation. The healing part is letting go of limitations. There aren't any limitations here. Your ancestors uh, started some of the first institutions, some of the first universities. Look up Timbuktu. You will be amazed. Look up the pyramids that are in uh, Egypt or Kemet, as we would call it. And not only that, but the pyramids that that were found throughout Africa that your ancestors built, they still can't figure out how. Do you think that those beautiful people of the Nile limited their thoughts, limited their themselves in regards to being able to build a beautiful kingdom and connecting with spirit? No. The answer would be no. That is what you're part of. Not to mention, if you are um, descendants of those that are here and um, while you may not be here in America, but perhaps you're in other countries that have a history of enslavement of people. And that not only includes the U.S., but the Caribbean, as well as parts of Europe, as well as in Africa itself. If you are ancestors, if your ancestors were part of that and you are here, you are the physical manifestation of their work. Right? Our job is to not limit ourselves. We cannot give up. They did not give up on us. You would not be here if you didn't have that strength running in your blood. 
And so I'm going to leave you with that. Again, I thank you so much for listening. Um, just the thought that people would take time out to listen to my ideas is so beautiful. And I hope that this week I will be able to come back on with a meditation as well as some of our ancestral um, stories of spirituality to share with you. Uh, again, I separated this conversation and we'll see if we continue on that pattern and maybe give you a few shorter segments. But feel free to let me know. Give me your opinion. And uh, you can also find me on Instagram, Phoenix Lee Graham, Phoenix Lee Graham um, at Instagram. And I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week.